in the music history. Makes me feel happy like an old time movie. I'll tell you about the magic, but it's a free your soul. But it's like trying to tell a stranger about a rock and roll. Great, we're back. We're live. Hi, everybody. How are you? We're good. We just had a good long talk. Uh, all of us have connected on a level that none of you will really understand. <laughs> oh, God. I think the best way to bring us back in, we're going to do a flashback. So yes. the scene, the last scene fades out on our party uh, talking around a campfire, fades to black. A fade back up, uh, scrolling text comes across the screen. It says, two weeks prior. Slow fade in on a jail cell. It's a jail cell because the walls are iron bars and the floor is covered in sadness and blood. Nice. A man sits in a chair in white robes, a bald man. The audience would recognize him as Vesuvius from the first episode. He's chained. He's handcuffed with his hands behind his back. He has his feet manacled together. And there is a circle of white powder that surrounds him. A man dressed similarly, but not quite exactly, as Raban stands uh. in front of him and and is speaking to him. Vesuvius replies, the, the, the pyramid opens your third eye. You can see all the paths in front of you. All your choices are presented. I was... <coughs> given the object by a hooded traveler he he never gave me his name <coughs> a road that few travel i had gone to the woods to find respite from life i was that was where the stranger gave me purpose as soon as <coughs> the needle pierced my skin my world changed i was to head into allow and begin my work a very serious man tilts his hat adjusts a pocket watch looks back at him. Whose work? Vesuvius just begins laughing maniacally. The man responds, Tell us who he is, Vesuvius! The laughter grows louder. Tell us! Give us his name! And the laughter is piqued by Vesuvius screaming, I gave him my name! And we come back to... The sun just rising so that orange light pierces the treetops and comes over our companions, just waking up from an evening of rest. Mm, morning, everyone. Good morning. Oh, hello, everyone. I have brew on for all. Is that is that a What's cologne? What's no, brew? I've uh, ground up some things from around the forest and oh, brew! Heated up the water in such a way as was... I thought you said brew on. I wasn't sure. I thought brew on no, was one word. These are the Burren Woods. I see. Burren, Burren. It is Burren. We're in the Burren Woods. Here's a cup. I'll take it. You cup know what? You. Not going to question Thank it. You. Where's our friend? Uh, he went off early this morning. He said he'd be back. And you let him go. What was I supposed to do? Follow him. Well, I'm sorry. Verna, can you find our friend? I'm sure going to try. I think we should trust him. We can trust him and also want to look for him. I mean, he did pay us to go through the woods with him. We've Twice. got our gold. We've got some gold. 
what are you, me? Why is this happening? <laughs> Why am I the one saying we should trust this guy? I am just saying that maybe we room? misjudged him. Okay? He'll be back. Let's pack things up and get ready to leave when he returns. Very well. Well, I guess I've always gone with what the two of you have said before. So, all right. I won't go after him. Raban emerges from the woods. Uh, he's uh, shirtless, just wearing his breeches. Uh, and he uh, has uh, glistening with sweat, uh, but he's got on his uh, finger a small sparrow that he has uh, seemed to have grown some sort of affectation with. Um, oh. And he slowly uh, whispers to the sparrow and then releases it up into the sky and turns to the party and says, Oh, hello! Oh, I am wet. <laughs> Your handling of the wife around in these woods is admirable. Did that sparrow bring word to you? Oh, he just offered me a good day. It's always nice to talk with the birds a bit, sit and chat. Mm-hmm. Except for some of them. I the think Vernon needs squawking. another cup of brew, Harbeck. Here you go. You know what? I'll take it. Here you go. 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 All right. Oh. So our camp is packed, and uh, we're ready to carry on with the day. Yes, lovely. Wonderful. Would you care to lead? Of course. Uh, we can either continue uh, downstream or cross, whichever you would prefer. Uh, well, I've had bad experiences forging rivers before. Uh, it was... It was around the time I got dysentery. I'm not going to get into the full thing, but I do kind of feel like we should go down. The Whatever river. your heart desires, Verna. May I make a perception check? You may. I'd like to try and see if in these woods we can find some hide or hair of this fellow we're supposed to catch. I rolled... What did I say I was rolling? Perception? Perception. Yeah, yeah. I rolled, uh, what is that? 22. 22. Excellent. So uh, we'll fast forward a little bit. So the travel begins, and unless anyone has anything they specifically want to do, uh, you spend your morning traveling downstream. Eventually, Harbeck, you smell the uh, very distinct smell mm. of baked beans. Baked beans. Halt! What? Uh, yes? Someone's cooking in these woods. Hmm. You're right. The magical fruit. Oh. Not to uh, throw my privilege out there, but Here we it go. smells like peasant food. I think that we Ooh. should keep moving. It smells delicious You've never, to me, You've never I... had baked beans? Absolutely not. Oh, they're quite oh, lovely. Very delicious. Good. Hearty meal. Them. A little bit of like maple syrup in there. It's I real think good. I've got some in my rations. Syrup in beans? You You're are going monsters. to love it. Brown going to love it. All right. I will follow the party, but I will not participate in the bean consumption. I do not believe the person we follow comes from a noble blood and would likely eat a can of baked beans. Fair enough. But if they are noble, they like they've got pretty good taste. In beans, because it smells amazing. Very good. Verna. Yeah. Can you find our beans? Go, I can Verna, sure try. go. I absolutely will go. 
So, Verna, I'd like you to roll a perception check, and you can roll at advantage. Uh, Harbeck is able to aid you with his bean sense. Snout. Trying to find my perception little thing here. Should be under intelligence, yep. I think. Okay, so whatever I roll is what I roll, because I've got a zero. Yep. And <laughs> it's a three! But uh, you get advantage, right? So you get a second dice, and you oh, can take the higher. That's what Harbeck's so help. inspired. I want some mm-hmm. fucking beanie weenies right now. <laughs> now it's a six. Perfect. So I think uh, I, uh, you guys, the the smell is just so overwhelming. It seems like it's coming from everywhere. You find a thing. One second. It was you guys. There's this thing. Hold on. What is it? Well, it's a thing. Well, could you describe it? It's kind of an objecty like thing. <laughs> So you, Verna, you lead the party to what you think is the bean smell. Uh, You end up stumble. You come to a cliff face. Uh, I don't know if you've ever, if any of you have traveled in northeastern Iowa, where the bluffs kind of come out of nowhere, and there's you know suddenly a thirty foot stone drop, and on the bottom is more woods and forest. Mm -hmm. So you come upon a bluff. At the top of a bluff, you overlook more of the forest, giving you a height advantage. Down below, you can see that there is a small encampment of... uh, There are four goblinoid creatures that are preparing a fire. You can see that with them is a large... uh, uh, Well, it would be an orc. Um, You see a large orcs traveling with them. Not orcs, plural, but it is an orcs. X. And uh, they, the orcs appears to be shouting at them in a language that none of you... Does anyone speak orc? Nope. Yep. So, Roban, uh, you see that the orcs is giving the goblins orders. Roll a perception check for me. Three. Six. Okay. Uh, it's a little too far away for you to make out specific words, but you you definitely hear and sense that he is giving them orders to break camp. So they're getting ready to go on the move here very shortly. Uh, they've not spotted you, and you are looking, again, at the top of this bluff, overlooking their position. About how high up are we? Uh, 30 are we? feet up. So they would have to come ar- come around the side of the bluff and come up the hill to come get you. They couldn't come okay. directly at you. Oh, these uh, fine gentlemen uh, appear to be getting ready to leave. I suggest maybe we let them be on their way. Go on. I just don't see a need to fight an orc if we don't have to. I agree. We'll just... Give them a moment. Let them head on their way. I just, I want to make sure we're keeping an eye on them. I'm not trying to be that guy, but we're in here for a reason, for protecting and for guiding this guy, and I feel like if somebody's going to attack him, it's orcs. I mean... So if the party does nothing, the uh, goblin and orc uh, break camp, you see that they go... uh, out of view for a moment, all all of them, they don their armor and weapons. The goblins all have their weapons at the ready. You can see that the orc moves over and picks up 
a large set of manacles that are for a something much, much larger than an orc. They walk over to a tree. Uh, the tree is too large for you to see what's behind it. Uh, they approach the tree apprehensively, and you hear this deep guttural, <laughs> and uh, two sets of large horns peer out from the tree. The creature steps into view, and you can see that this uh, creature is 12 and a half to 13 feet tall. It has large horns coming out from its bull-like snout. It stands on hind legs, cloven hind legs, and is covered in corded muscle. Uh, it has a thick collar around its neck, and its chain is pulled taut against the tree. The orc carefully extends its hand in front in an attempt to calm the beast. The growling ceases. The orc puts its leash around the minotaur and proceeds to tug the minotaur uh, eastward. So uh, you guys were heading northward. Yes. This creature, the, they're taking this guy eastward. But min Minotaur should be free. I'm sorry. I just believe wild things should be wild. I don't they're taking it back to the orc lands. I can't let them do that, you guys. I just... I don't want an orc... Have you ever met a minotaur? They're fucked up, but you know what? They've got a good heart sometimes. This is not... Sometimes. What we're here and for. And isn't that enough? Oof. I think you're sticking your nose into places that definitely doesn't need your nose in. Have you ever had a minotaur as a friend? No. Maybe now is the time we do it. Verna. Minotaurs are very solitary creatures. So your hope is that we will confront... These goblins All of this. and the orc and the minotaur. Uh, I just... It's actually an orcs. An orcs. And, and befriend... The Minotaur for freeing one, him? One that... singular orcs. No. We I think let we've the, got it now. the Minotaur go, and if he wants to be our friend, then he is our friend. I think that we need to be more worried about the orcs that is seemingly holding him hostage. Right? I think that's going to be the bigger well, obstacle here if we decide well, that this is where about we want to spend our Why is he holding him hostage? Like, I suppose it could benefit us to kind of have in our back pocket a... Favor owed, but, um... What kind of favors can a minotaur offer? You're brutalizing people. They're, they're, like I said, they're pretty fucked up. They are a noble people. And to see one bound in chains like this does break my heart. But... They're headed even the completely different direction than we're even going. I'm not sure this is necessarily... That minotaur may know these woods and those who pass between it. All right, let's put it to a vote. That only seems fair. I vote to save the life. I vote to save the life. I. What if we just flip a coin? 50-50, just... Eh, heads, we don't do it. Tails, I vote to tails, save we the don't life. Do it. Thank oh, you. Well, all right, then there's the... Okay. Uh, I would like to point out, uh, I'm not going to be paying you extra for this. No. That's fair. Okay. That is fair. Since this is That's a... fair. Off-route mission. I just... 
Verna takes the lead. Uh, we're thirty. Fine. We're thirty feet up, but yeah. how far out? Sure, you're thirty. You stand thirty feet up on this bluff. Uh, they, they're heading eastward, and their approximate distance from you is say seventy-five yards, so three quarters mm. of a football field away. And the dense nature of the trees and the uh, girth of the trees, mm-hmm. uh, they're they're disappearing fast. I guess is the appropriate way. They'll be out of sight fairly soon. So we need to move quickly to mm-hmm. attack them. Um, but we're in a position in which we can flank them. Oh, yeah, totally. They don't know you're there. And you've got the high, gr- you've got the high ground. Oh, in all the ways. So they wouldn't <laughs> try it because <laughs> right. we have the high ground. Right. Exactly. That would be foolish. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. But well, let's. Uh, even if this bites us. Scamper on down there, then. Let's go. We head down the cliffside toward the east and in hopes to cut them off. Okay. And Verna is very much in the lead. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Running towards this. In, in cases like this, I'm going to ask that you elect a pathfinder. So I imagine that's Verna. Mm-hmm. I imagine Verna's trying to find the stealthiest, most mm-hmm. optimal approach. Mm-hmm. Verna, uh, I'll leave it up to you. You can roll stealth or survival in this case. Whichever mm-hmm. is better, I'll have you roll. Stealth, but I gotta find my survival. Yeah, it's definitely stealth. So if you succeed, uh, well, right now I've got a uh, twenty. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So yeah, we're finding the perfect way. Great. I'm so, gonna save that guy. Perfect. So I will let you. I'll describe their formation and where they're standing, and then I will give you the narrative uh, authority to put the party where you want them, and then we'll throw the you know the poop into the fan and see what happens yes sound good Do not be crass no absolutely not so the way we're about on this podcast no no not at all all. no no so the minotaur the minotaur stands uh in the center of this conglomeration the orcs is directly in front of the minotaur pulling a chain that's attached to it Mm. and then the goblins are uh, there are two that are 15 feet in front of the orc, and then there are two that are 25 feet uh, behind the uh, behind the orc. So let me make a couple quick notes. Ornella Harback, how do you feel about fighting? I'm well rested. Ornella, I don't want to, but I will if I have to. I mean, they're goblins. And I, sh- I should mention the goblins are armed with uh, small spears and short bows. The orc has a pretty brutal-looking battle axe, and then the minotaur is a minotaur. If it decides but to he's attack sh- you. He's he's sh- he is shackled, yes. That's an important point. His hands are bound together with heavy iron shackles. He has an iron shackle around his neck with uh, a chain that is being held by the orc. orcs. It's a Ro- stupid decision, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Roban. Yes? How do you feel about... Do you think you could calm him, the Minotaur? Of course. 
You can. You are promise. You, uh, Verna, are you saying this out loud or is this... Oh, no, this is out loud. Oh, okay. This, is this isn't like a whisper. You're just like... Well, yeah, it's a whisper, but it's a podcast, so I'm going to say it directly into the mic, I'm just Paul. talking with you. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Roll initiative. You all, take, you all take oh, D20 damage. Oh, Meteor falls from the sky. Verna! <laughs> Every time. Okay. I think... Ornella, could you fight the orcs? I'm not going to ask you unless you think you can. I will. You're our strongest fighter. It's not what you were saying this morning, but or yesterday morning. But I'll prove you wrong. With the help of our friend, I believe the two of them can take down that main figure. The two of us should try to get inside as quickly as possible so as to eliminate those ranged weapons on the goblins. Absolutely. That is exactly what I was thinking. Is that all right? How do we spring the attack? Well, you guys know I'm not the thinker. Uh, My... I mean, I, I guess I would say you and I attack... Immediately? I don't... Ornella, what do you think? You're a fighter. The two of you should run towards the Minotaur. Okay. Okay. And the two of us will attack from behind. Mm. Plan G. How far away are we now? Uh, You are within 30 feet of the group. You're hiding behind a large red... You're hiding behind a large redwood tree. We're within distance now. Um, can I use a cantrip? Yeah. Just, uh, so if you look at the cantrip, what components does it have? Uh, one action. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But there should be, like, letters, like a V, an S, or an M. Uh, V, S, and M. Okay, so the V stands for vocal, the S stands for somatic, and the M stands for mnemonic? Mnemonic. Material. So those are the three components that it takes to cast the spell. So what I'm trying to tell you is that it, you have to say something, you have to move, and you have to have materials. Your material is your whole, you have like some, usually it's your instrument if you're a bard, mm-hmm. is the material. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is there's no stealthy way to do it. Once you do it, you say it, and we're going to rock and roll, hoochie coo. This is a stealthy way to do it. Okay, great, <laughs> perfect. Um, but yeah, okay. So, um, so I would use uh, message. Um, I can point my finger towards a creature within range. Uh, range is 120 feet, um, and I can whisper a message that only the target can hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, they c- can reply in a whisper that only I hear. Okay. Um, and I can cast it through solid objects that I'm familiar with. And make sure you get into the mic. And. Uh, Perfect. So uh, you just do that, right? You don't have to roll anything. It just happens? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So who is your target? The Minotaur. Nice. Uh, So I just whisper to him a uh, statement of uh, peace, letting him know that we are about to save him. Uh, Nice. Good. Let's see how the Minotaur feels about you. Well, we'll see. Uh, You you get a reply uh, in in a language that you don't understand. What's the language? Minotaur? I guess I don't know what Minotaurs speak. Mm. Let me look real quick. 
Hold on, everybody. We're looking up minotaurs. This is happening. Oh, wow. That's okay. Never mind. They speak abyssal. So we're oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> well done, son of a bitch. It's <laughs> totally DM hacked my game. Uh, he replies back, oh, who? Oh, okay. Aww. <laughs> I will wait. <laughs> I'm quite certain the Minotaur is on our side. Well done. So we attack? Yes. Then I say we just go. Go. Awesome. So for this, so I'm going to do combat a little bit differently. So when we have a whole bunch of foes, instead of us going one at a time, because it will easily take us forever to do a combat this size. So we're just going to do teams. So you guys will go, and then my guys will go. Mm-hmm. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Um, you can elect someone to be, like, your initiative leader. So we're just going to do a roll. Probably whoever has the best initiative should roll against right. me. Not it. I got an 11. 14. Uh, 20. Nice. So the party the party should go first. So, yeah, you you get, like, a full, basically a full round of surprise on them. So, so all of us can take all a turn? Of, all of you can take an action in whatever order you want. The only thing that I ask is that you move quickly and efficiently. Uh, I'm going to shoot one of my uh, arrows from my short bow at one of the goblins that I'm to be attacking. Okay, there are two goblins up front and two goblins in back. Do you care? I I would assume... You guys would be closer to the goblins that are at the back. Okay, well then I will go for the back because that's where we're starting. Great. Okay, so roll to hit. The one that uh, Verna doesn't shoot, I run toward with my war hammer. Okay. So okay. What did you roll to hit, Verna? I have an 11, but remind me. So then I do my 6. Because that's it says D six for things. If it hit, uh, yeah. So you should have a uh, score with your weapon. Let me look. Yeah, I do. Uh, so for should my, be like a plus 16? five. Plus five. Yes. Oh, so a sixteen. Okay, so a sixteen hits. So now you do damage. And it is six. Three plus three. Nice. Okay. Goblins only have. They, how much damage did you do again? Six. Six? Well, okay. it's three and then three piercing. Oh, yeah, I don't know if that... Nope, so six. Okay. That's fine. Um, so ranged... Anyway, so six damage. So an arrow uh, hurdles across the underbrush and pegs this pegs a goblin right square in the back. Pops out the front of his chest and he screams... <laughs> and uh, falls down. He's still alive, but he is mortally wounded. As soon as that happens, I approach with the war hammer and make an uppercut at the goblin standing next to him. I roll a 16. Okay, 16 is a hit. I'm going to roll my d8 for the war hammer. Fudge. I got a 1 plus, what is it? 2, 3 bludgeoning damage. Okay, so the goblin is uh, caught off guard and goes into a defensive stance and narrowly like tucks and rolls you catch like a little bit of his side but uh, tucks and rolls out of the majority of your damage mm-hmm. ornella and raban what are you guys doing what do i roll for my attack no it's fine um so your attack there should be a flat number first so it should be i think yours is like a plus six is that right by your great axe yeah, plus, you five. yeah. Plus, five. plus five so you roll a d20 add okay. your five 
Okay. And that's your two-hit roll. You're trying to beat his armor class. Just so everyone at home knows, she's using her super teeny tiny dice for this using one. My they're really, they're really adorable. We'll post a picture on the blog. Cherry's going to blog. It looks like someone broke a car window. <laughs> and made dice and out of a little piece of glass. They're precious. Okay, I'm rolling. Uh, I'm going to attack the orc. In the front. Um, In the front. Okay. The orcs. Yes. Uh, I'm going for his knees with my great axe. Okay. Nice. Get him. Roll that d20. 15 plus 5 is it? 20. Uh, 20. So uh, 20 beats his armor class, so now you can roll damage. And that's a d12? Yep, should be a d12 plus... Plus 3. Plus 3, yep. 7, 8, 9, 10. 10. Nice. Nice. So he is bloodied, which is a status effect that Mm -hmm. when a uh, a creature goes below half health. So describe what this axe swing looks like on this orc. Uh, Graceful. Going for the knees. Beautiful. I imagine the, there's uh, like string uh, quartet esque music playing as yeah. you slow motion. Yeah, chop it's like it. slow motion. My hair like blows behind me. There's a, suddenly a breeze just mm-hmm. blowing me in all the right angles. Nice. And it's just like a silent like. <laughs> yeah, right into his knees. Nice. The backs of his knees, bitches. So he's he's bloodied. He's heavily damaged, but he's not in danger of dying yet. And then Raban, it's your turn. Um, well, since we're in that situation, I guess I'll go ahead and um, attack with my rapier. Uh, I will uh, stab at uh, weak points of his armor, so I'll go for uh, under his left shoulder. Okay, and this is the orc you're attacking? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Go ahead and make your attack roll. Uh, that is 23. 23, awesome. So that is definitely a hit. And I'm trying to find my D eight. There we go. Uh, two, two, total damage. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he is mortally wounded. Uh, your blow strikes an artery, and he immediately like blood is gout. Uh, a gout of blood is pouring out of uh, underneath his mail. He attempts to. He's going to attack you, Raban. You're the last one to attack him. So he's going to swing his great axe at you. And he rolls a 17. Does that beat your armor class? Yes. Perfect. So he's going to do damage now. Uh, okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, he does five damage to you. Okay. And then the goblins, uh, none of them are dead yet. Um, the two goblins that are at the front that have been unmolested so far uh, draw their short bows and take aim at Verna and Harbeck. The first one at Harbeck rolls a 11. 18 armor class. Okay. The second one is shooting at Verna and rolls, wow, a 19. Which Oh, I'm, I'm a 14. Okay. So he's going to roll D6 damage. He rolls 5 damage. So you take 5. So an arrow, a a small black fletched arrow, uh, flies out of the goblin's short bow and catches you right in the shoulder in between two Mm -hmm. plates of mail. Or not mail, you would have like... It's leather. Leather. Two two pieces of hardened leather. Um, The the orc attacked, and so the two goblins that are in melee range are going to attempt to attack uh, Verna and Harbeck with their short swords. 
Uh, first one is attacking Harbeck. He crits, rolls a natural 20. Okay. Jesus. She does double damage dice, which is a d6. The, f- the first one is a 2. And the second one is, is is a 2. So, Harbeck, you take 4 damage. All right. Uh, the second one is going to attack Verna and rolls a 10. Uh, Do you? What's your armor class? Uh, 14. It's 14. Okay, so he doesn't hit you. So he, he goes I'm, to jab at you, Verna. I'm and- just terrified, and I just kind of roll around <laughs> because I've already got this, this arrow in me because I'm just like, I can't be hit again. <laughs> awesome. Party's turn. You guys, uh, you guys are up. So uh, all of the monsters are still up at this point. Actually, uh, hold that thought. The uh, Minotaur is going to take a Ooh. turn, and he's going to try to grapple. He's going to take his manacled hands and try to get them over the orc to hold him still, which is an opposed strength check. Minotaurs are very strong. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he rolls a three, but Minotaurs have a strength mod of, I think, seven. Um... Minotaur's strength... Oh, no, but it's athletics, so... Okay, now I'm going to roll the orc to resist. And the orc actually rolls a two. So the orc is now grappled. So any attacks made against the orc are made with advantage. So he will probably die next turn. Now it is the party's turn. Uh, And you haven't taken any damage, right? Okay. So we're doing all right. Yep. It's just I mean, enough. yeah, yeah, but like... Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm on the ground. Uh, how far are we all apart, approximately? Uh, within one movement. I mean, this is all happening within the space of right. 35-ish feet. Okay, so just determining in range for spells and stuff. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I notice, or I see what the Minotaur's doing, and then he's holding the orc down. Yep. Uh, and Any I, attacks made against the orc, you get advantage on. Yeah, so I'm gonna finish him. Swing for him. Just go for it. Go for it. With my great axe. Great axe. My roll a six. Nope. Yep. Plus your bonus. Plus uh. Plus five. So twelve. Eleven. Um, eleven. Six plus five is eleven. It's not a hit, but remember you have advantage because he's grappled. So you get another. You can roll another d twenty. Roll my big one now. It's a two. Two. Plus five. So I think the orc, with its last remnants of strength, like picks its legs up and just narrowly dodges out of the range of your great axe. Uh, rest of the party? Uh, how how far away are they from Verna? Uh, 15-ish feet. They're just, I mean, from me to, like, my door. Okay, well... I'm going to cast Healing Word on you. I'm going to use one of my three spell slots for the day to heal you for 1d4 plus my... Uh, Spell bonus. Nice. So, got my D4, and I heal you for seven. Nice. You're back. Okay. All right. Uh, then I am going to stab the bloodied goblin mm-hmm. uh, in the chest with my, my short sword. Nice. Do it. And I have whatever 18 and 5 is. I work with math every day. I'd yeah, like that's a hit. <laughs> that's a total hit. Yep. Now yeah. roll damage. Uh, as long as you don't roll a 1, you kill him. Uh, it's a 3. Perfect. Plus, uh, yeah, I was going to say 3 pierce. 
So, uh, describe how you kill this goblin. This goblin was on death's door, basically. I just raise up my my sword very high, and I just stab straight down. Oh, above nice. Above my head and down. Just no thrills. Black, no, just... black icor sprays out of his head and, like, covers your, covers your sword and your, uh, your hands and his gross little goblin blood. Um, you cast Healing Word, Raban. It's, uh, you're the last one to go. So the uh, Earth. the orc is still, oh, still a threat, yeah. and uh, yeah. there's three goblins three that goblins, are up. Yeah. Um, Untouched I'll, goblins. We'll go ahead and just attack the orcs, though, so that we can get rid of him. Nice. Good uh, call. Uh, so I'll use my rapier again, um, this time stabbing at the other side. So stabbing at the right side of his body and under nice. the armor. And you, you get advantage because he is grappled. Okay, so that one was a 13. Okay, that'll be a hit, but if you crit, I mean, that could be cool. So you can roll again to see if you crit. I do. Wow. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Sweet. I love it. Okay, Uh, you don't need to roll damage, but you can describe how you kill him in the most flashiest way you want. Uh, I... I, uh, I uh, move underneath his uh, his right arm uh, and spin around with a flourish uh, and uh, thrust upwards with my rapier into his shoulder. Uh, it goes hard enough and far enough that it comes all the way up and juts out through his neck. No. Uh, and uh, is buried all the way up to the hilt. Nice, nice. You gain inspiration. So you can mark down inspiration on your character sheet, Robert. Well done. Um, so that is the party's turn. The orc is dead. One of the melee goblins is dead. Uh, so now we've just got three goblins that are attacking. Um, two, the two goblins that are far away run away. Uh, they spend their whole turn. Uh, they spend their movement action and their main action to run their full move distance. Oh, cowards. I love it. And they disappear. And the, the goblin that's in melee with Harbeck is, uh, uh, attempts to he makes a sad attempt to stab and I think it just like <laughs> just pokes Harbeck's uh, mail and doesn't do anything he lets go of the short sword and puts his hands up and says please please don't don't hurt me please I surrender oh, alright alright in common uh yes in common okay. yep well I'm at least gonna kick him I'm just saying it takes nothing for me to just Kick him as a lesson. Okay, you, you can kick him. I'm kicking him then. To, de- to death or just... No, just giving him a kick to okay. let him know. Okay. He suffers one kick from Verna. <laughs> no, please, please, don't don't hurt Seth. Please, well, be sorry. You think about it for next time. Okay, we... What s- were your plans with the Minotaur? You, you, um, um, are you just gonna let us go? No. Answer the question. We was going to take him to rob and steal and do goblin stuff. You controlling that minotaur, young goblin? No, not us, but uh, there's more of us. Mm. You are heading east. Why? To, to, get, to meet up with rest of goblin tribe. Goblin tribe? How many more? Are they called? A group I always, of goblins? I always, uh, A tribe? I, I thought they were not called a gobble. I'm, just... I'm not gonna lie. I thought we they were called a gobble. Goblins, come on. Those are turkeys. 
uh, a gerbil of gerblins. A, a gerbil of gerblins. Are we considering this still to be part Verna's of the actual... journal? No, uh, initiative is over. This is like free action now. You can okay. move and act in whatever order you want. We're just having a good time um, now. Well, then can we... Uh, I think... Um, can I make an insight check to make sure that he's telling the truth? Sure. Yep, you can make an insight check. And I'll make a roll for no reason at all. <laughs> nice. It's not a good one. Uh, 12. Okay. Uh, he looks to be extremely terrified and pretty honest. Weez, please let us go. Please don't feed us to the Minotaur. Weez is real sorry. Well, just let us. Let's us go, and we'll be on our way. He's too stupid. Just let him go. We have a long day ahead of us. Your friends have already left. They'll report back that you failed in your deal. Mm-hmm. You're already dead. That's why we run far, far away from here. You then you never... have no reason to lie. Y- yes. I, I think, yeah, we already kind of decided. Uh, I mean, if you, what, if you were going to do something mean to the Minotaur... Why can't we let the Minotaur do something mean to you? No, 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 no. Yes, that no, seems no, 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 fair. No, no. That seems very you, fair. You hear uh, the Minotaur make a... <laughs> and you hear him say, yes, please, yes, please, in Abyssal, which for whatever reason is the language of Minotaurs, which is also the language of devils. It's stupid. Because they're from the Abyss. It kind of... Yes, that's true. Yeah. I just think the I guy mean, fucked it's... a cow. What you do in the abyss? Don't tell Verna this, but Aaron happens to think minotaurs are dicks. (laughs) (laughs) So, like the player, Aaron thinks. Yeah, Aaron is a person. It's important to separate character from character. Yeah, young goblin. Yes. Tell us why we don't let you both go right now. Um, not good enough. I say we let him go. Well, um, Weeskins. Tell you where old man Barnabas lives? Can you? Old man Barnabas? Uh, are we. Does that name ring a are bell? Are we looking for him? He's this old trapper that lives in woods. He kills lots of goblins. He pays us to not bother him anymore. Hmm. You want to find Barnabas? I can help you. This Does man he... Barnabas is a tracker. Yes, yes, hunter, trapper. He collects pelts of owl bears. He's a badass. I mean, we're pretty badass. Yes, talking yes, about you me. are. I so, do we meet this guy? I think so. I I think that uh, in exchange for your life, we could justify that by you leading us to oh, Old Man Barnabas. Thank you, you, thank you, thank you. Leading us, us. Oh. And the Minotaur, <gasps> yes. you come with us to Barnabas. Uh, um, with the Minotaur? Okay. Roban, tell your new friend that he will have his way when this is done. Wait, no! But not what? Maybe. No! <laughs> Don't give us to Minotaur, please! Do not cross us, and we won't. Promise? Do we have a deal? Yes. <laughs> for the audience at home, I rolled a dice to see whether or not the goblin trusts them. For whatever reason, he does. <laughs> Maybe give okay. us the reason. <laughs> I want to hear his reasoning. The, All right, then. 
Then take us to this old man Barnabas. Oh, wait. Should we remove the shackles from the Minotaur? Um, you probably don't want to do that. Wasn't asking you. Well, why don't why don't you ask, talk to him and get a feel? Yeah, I would like to. Should po- take the manacles off me. Uh, uh, when I ask the Minotaur his name, Gary. Uh, oh, wonderful! Hmm. Uh, this is Gary, everyone. Uh, he, Hello, Gary. Bruna uh, curtsies. He's a bit rough around the edges, but I think he'll be just fine. Oh, I have a good question for Gary. Does Gary know where Barnabas is? Oh, that's oh. a good point. We wouldn't need this little goblin. Uh, yeah. Oh. Let, let the Minotaur go. Yeah. Um, don't really see why we need to bother with no. the goblin. No. Wait, wait, wait. You made deal with Boogersnot. Let boogers not lead you to Barnabas. Okay, any deal we made uh, became void when you told us your name, because that is ridiculous. You should not have told us your true name. No, please. He turns and starts running away. Yes. Run toward Barnabas. (laughs) Let the Minotaur go. Let him go. I think we should just... uh... Are we just going to let the goblin go? He knows. Then how do we get to Barnabas? Gary will take us. Gary. Yeah, yeah, I know where, I know where Barnabas want. is. I'll, I'll shoot at the goblin if, if people want him dead. I think Gary can get him. Take the shackles off of Gary and let's move on. Gary? Yes? Uh, have it the goblin first. Oh, thank you. I'll be right back. We'll remove <laughs> the shackles. <laughs> just the trees shake and the <laughs> you hear this terrified. Oh, no! And see uh, Gary the Minotaur pick the goblin up with one hand and and squeeze. And the goblin explodes like a firecracker. And blood just shoots out his neck. His head pops off. And the uh, Minotaur <laughs> hurdles the decapitated body into a tree where the rest of it just crumples and smashes into a small goblin crab <coughs> on the side of a tree. <coughs> <coughs> well done, Gary! Yeah, you wow. you want to go see Barnabas now? Absolutely. Thanks for helping me out there. Those guys were real dicks. Yep. Lead the way. Okay. The Minotaur stomps his way forward through the woods. And unless the party wants to do anything else, we can... Okay, great. Yeah. So... Oh, um... Should we check for uh, any gold or items on the dead bodies? Oh, yes. Loot oh. the bags. Mm-hmm. So that's why he has money. So you come across uh, five pieces of silver total, um, and then the weapons they had. the The orc had a battle axe, and the goblins all had short swords and short bows. Um, not really a lot of stuff worth anything, especially like stuff that's used by goblins. Typically, doesn't result in a favorable trait. And no magical items or anything like that. No. Uh. Well. I say we each shake one gold coin, including Gary. It's a silver, silver coin. It's a silver, silver coin. coin. I mean, that's not nothing. Let me just no, throw that out not. there. Seems fair. That seems All fine. Right. Yeah. All right. Is there any missives or correspondence in the pouches of the goblins or the orcs? The the orc has on him a uh, small piece of paper that has a crudely jaunt, drawn uh, map on it. Oh. The map 
shows the uh, shows an area. It's it doesn't have a scale on it, um, but you can see there is a dotted line that goes eastward to a red X, and from uh, the the dotted line heads. So from the X, the dotted line heads west and then north a little bit um, towards like the eastern edge of the Burin Woods. So you guys are essentially kind of just intersected them. And the bad lands, what I don't know. The barrens are north. north right? yep. Okay. Right. Yep. Yep. So traveling the remainder of the afternoon, uh, you. Uh, it's it's afternoon now, so the sun is three quarters. Uh, the trail. Let's see. The smell of cook fire smoke suddenly fills your nostrils. Rising to the west is a pillar of bluish black smoke. Ahead, through the dense forest, you spot a clearing, wherein sits a small log cabin. Smoke puffs out of the stone chimney, while a man can be seen splitting logs near near the northerly side of the building. A cart sits unattended near the front of the house, with several old crates stacked atop it. To the south of the cabin is a small fenced-in area with a donkey grazing on grass. Barnabas turns and looks at you and says, <laughs> Gary or Barnabas? Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gary, Gary says this. Like, really? Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, all right. Gary the Minotaur. No. Uh, Barnabas the Minotaur. No. Uh, Gary the Minotaur speaks to you in Abyssal and says, yeah, this is the place. Um, I'd scare the shit out of him if I showed up. So mind if I just head on my way? Oh, yes, of course. That seems um, just fine. Again, uh, Bruna just curtsies. She just wants the, the Minotaur to know she she likes him. Thanks for uh, helping me out me. back there. That was uh, pretty cool. I uh, would also like to uh, let you know, um, if you uh, come back around, um, Verna is um, okay. Let's just not say. seeing. You don't know. You don't know what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, ah, it's he's, spe- he's speaking right. another language. Uh, Verna is uh, not seeing anyone currently. And again, Verna just curtsied. <clears throat> he looks at her, and then he says, "I would split her in half." <laughs> She might like that. Fair point. <laughs> and he like trundles down, uh, heading the uh, west, heading west. See ya. Bye. Okay. Uh, and we haven't entered the clear. We haven't entered the clearing though, right? And he so. he does nope. not know that we're. No, you see, he is he's splitting wood uh, in to to the side of his cabin right now. The man that you presume to be Barnabas. I think it would be a, a good idea to play some music before we enter, so he might know. We don't just like it's not four people just like popping out of the woods like, "Hey, what's up?" Yep. Here's the thing: that is very much Verna's style. So if everyone else is like, "Let's go for the music," Verna will be for it. But if not, she's just gonna walk out. I can also approach him. I. I mean, he doesn't have, like, a no oh, settler in these woods. We are from the guild, and I am called Harbeck. I'm Verna. Standing four feet tall with lisp, wispy, long brown hair, Barnabas Rigsby looks like he hasn't seen a shower or shave in a long time. He wears a long green tunic with a uh, long green cloak with a white tunic underneath. His brown pants end halfway down the calf, exposing his hairy, halfling feet and legs. Oh, Hello. Hiya! What, uh, what do f- 
folks like you doing in these here woods? Are you the one called Barnabas? Aye, that be me. Then we seek your services. Oh, excellent. Uh, well, if you'll excuse me, and he he sets down his uh, woodcutter's axe into the log that he was using to split the other logs with. Yep. Uh, uh, I don't often see uh, folks of your um, type around here. Most people I see here, um, not nice. I assure you, we're nice. It's an odd thing to settle in a location that's not nice. Uh, it's true, but I'm one of the best trappers in the woods, so... Mm. I love the uh, cross-timber work that you've done on your cabin here. Oh, it's lovely. Thank you. Uh, let me introduce myself officially. The name's Barnabas Rigsby, trapper extraordinaire. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, um, Harbeck and... Verna. Verna. And Roban. Roban. Ornella. Ornella. Oh, you are very pretty. Thank you. I mean, Verna, Verna's here, too. I'm Verna. Oh, hi. Oh, I thought she was addressing me. <laughs> oh. Well, this happens often. Well, it's it. I'm. This is so exciting. It's. Uh, I haven't had a visitor in some time. Please join me in my cabin for tea. I'm afraid we don't have time for that. Oh. We have time for tea. We're looking for someone, and it's very important that we get onto his trail quickly. Yes, we oh. somehow got mixed up, and our entire afternoon was gone in a blink, Verna. And now we have a cool new awesome Minotaur friend named Gary, so whatever. Oh, a Minotaur. Yes, is that uh okay? strange? I just it's not uh, not common that those folk make friends this far to the east. Well, he was a rather special Minotaur. Oh. Well, um anyway, yes, I, I've not seen fellow non-goblins around here for quite some time, so I I must insist on tea if you're going to... We'll come in. Okay! You see his face just lights up with a smile. He's so happy to... He's overwhelmingly (laughs) happy to see you. I love him. We're going inside. Uh... Do you have stuff to make a roast? Because I will make a roast for us for dinner. Oh, you c- come in, come in, come in. He I'm checking out your pantry. trundles over to the door and um, undoes the... Um, there's like a wood bar over it. He takes that off. He turns the handle, opens the inside. Uh, uh, offers you all entry into his quaint cabin. It's a single room. There's a straw, uh, straw bed, a small iron cook stove, a... Uh, uh, a table with that you can see, and then hanging on stringers are dried and are drying animal skins. So the smell is quite overwhelming at first. Excuse the mess, um, man's got to work. But uh, yes, let me see about that roast. I can make a good meal out of some of them. If you bring it to me, I'll get some root vegetables. We'll have a good dinner. Verna, we don't need to trouble the man with. We- we're not going to be no, here long. stay, stay. I haven't had visitors in so long. We'll stay for a moment. Listen, guys, Barnabas. you want something from a halfling, you're going to sit with them for a roast. It's, I that mean, seems like an odd stereotype to just throw out okay, right in front of Okay, we can say that in front Halflings of each other. Halflings love roast. Okay. Do they also... <laughs> 
I would like to remind you all that I am a half Yes, 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 yes. It's... All right. I think it's decided we'll stay for a moment. Excellent. Everyone. I- ignore the dog. The, st- the wild animals here to the east are quite wild. The, the wild corgis and cats. And, and that corgi is nearly cat. the size of you. <laughs> yes, and so cute. But anyway, I I ramble. Uh, tell me, what brings you into these woods? We we're uh, looking for a dude. A dude. <laughs> yeah, that like, actually just, sums it up pretty just, well. Uh, yeah, we're looking for a guy. Uh, seen any guys <gasps> lately? Besides us, obviously. Besides us. Oh no, I I haven't seen someone in quite some time. I. No. No. Oh, um, no, I, I haven't. Uh, are there any... I want to roll a check to see if he's lying. Nice. Make a... Uh, this would be... Oh, Winnie. You're so sweet. Every every game. This insight. Insight? Yep. Yes. D20? Yep. Uh, 13. Uh, he's being... You can't tell if he's lying, but he's definitely uh, pretty overtly avoiding talking about something. Sure. The roast, yes. Um, excuse me. And he trundles over to the uh, cook stove, and you can see there's a big cast iron pot that's bubbling. He lifts the top off, and, and an aroma of just the most delicious smelling stew. Roast stew. Stew roast. Yep. Strost. That's what halflings Strost. call it. It's Strost. Strost me, strost me. <laughs> it's a great song, uh, Billy Billy Squire. Um, he he takes a big whiff from the strost and says, "Oh, it's just about done too. Uh, please make yourselves at home." And he trundles over. He trundles over to a cabinet and and takes down some wood bowls. Begins filling them with stew. Barnabas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My dear. Mm-hmm. We are in quite a hurry, uh, and we really don't want to be any trouble at all. Oh, no, no trouble at all. I, I haven't I seen walk, anyone in so long. I walk over to him and uh, I put my hand on his back, um, like right in between his shoulder blades. We we really would appreciate if you sat down with us and had a, had a little chat. And it is important to know that we do report to the guild... And if there were someone in these woods who happened to be helping goblins track innocent minotaurs, then we would have to report that. No, uh, Barnabas knows, Barnabas can see what you're saying. No, Barnabas does no such thing. Barnabas Barnabas welcomes you in his home. Then tell us, Barnabas, oh. Tracking extraordinaire. What do you use your tracking talents for? Well, you, you see, um, the, tracking wild corgis. We can see. What, yes, they're what the, else? they're the corgis. They're delicious. Um, I'm just throwing oh, that out there. That's oh okay. Yeah. I happen to make. I'm, I'm just sorry. If you've if you've spent time with me, you know how I I have fought and eaten corgis many times. All I, right. Well. Oh, oh god. Uh, well, I um. <laughs> You see, I owl bears are typically my main owl bears. I do see these; these pelts are quite lovely. Uh, about that tea, I 
<laughs> yes! <laughs> Let me get the tea. Thank you. I don't know if this guy has any information, you guys. Uh, Barnabas comes back with tea for all of us, and uh, um, Roban uh, takes it and goes and uh, sits on one of his uh, on a chair in mm-hmm. the oh, near the hearth and sips it quietly. Um. So, uh, like, what's up? Well. So we've been in the woods for a bit. Right. Like, what, are you, what are you even looking for out here? You know, it's it's kind of like a personal thing. You said you uh, were looking for a person? No. A personal thing. A oh. personal thing. And it's not really your business, but. Right. Uh, sorry, I feel like something was just touching my leg for a minute there. Harbeck <laughs> uh, <Our> giggles. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it was an accident. I mean, we've got our reasons for being out here. Uh, and this should be good enough for you if you, you know. Oh, <laughs> sorry, my mistake. Um, oh, the stew is, is done here. And he proceeds to dish up the, the strost and sets it in front of you with a wooden spoon inside each bowl. Please. And he takes a bowl for himself and begins. Mm-hmm. Harbeck passes on the meal. Oh. Well, um, you're a lot of fun. I'm a cleric. <laughs> That's I must say thing. that the uh, stu- the strost appears lovely. I'd be glad to have a bowl. Me too. Oh, yes, of course. And he hands both of you a bowl with a wooden spoon. Mm. No, Harbeck eats from his rations. Okay. Uh, what's in this stew? Um... Owl bear shoulder. <clears throat> Ooh. Uh. Ooh, the shoulder meat? Alright. Uh Verna goes ahead and takes a big swallow of stew and she chomps down Stroast. on some Yeah, of Stroast, excuse me. Stew roast. Uh and she she chomps down on some meat and veggies as she's doing it and she's like mm. It's delicious. It's, it's really good. It's actually really good, you guys. Did you season this? It's good. Mm-hmm. It's lavender. You wouldn't think, like, the saltiness of the meat, but it works. It kind of makes it pop more. Mm -hmm. It's very gamey, but you have to cook it for a long time. You know, people don't know this. Gamey meat is actually more healthy. Just Hmm. a fun fact for everyone. Oh, wonderful. Explains my upper body strength. Probably. Well, I have definitely had enough of uh, halfling small talk for one night. Uh, Do you think perhaps it's time for us to get going? I mean, I'm going to finish my stew. Barnabas. No, you're right. Yeah? How long have you been in these woods? Um, well, you see, my dad raised me um, about a day's walk south from here, and I've been living out here by myself for most of my life. So it's safe to say you know it pretty well. Yeah. There is a man who travels these woods. Oh! Oh! The wild the corgi. Are, are high energy tonight. They're wild. A man, you say. And with that, we're going to take our second break. Everybody, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with part three of episode two. <laughs> <laughs> 